I mean, when you think about the Hunter Biden thing and like the the laptop, I, the, I agree that the origin story of that whole thing is really nutty. But I also know that like if you go back and look at Watergate and the, the 1970s, it was and, and how many of the things that we know about the national security state came uh, came out during that time. It was because there was kind of a civil war in the establishment. Uh, between Nixon, pro-Nixon and anti-Nixon forces. And so Nixon is digging up dirt on the CIA and leaking it. And then other people are digging up dirt uh, related to Nixon and leaking it. And so a lot of this stuff comes out. And so with this Hunter Biden, was, which was true, was true about Nixon's crimes and true about the CIA's crimes. Um, but it, in this, with this case, it seems like that was what was going on, that there was some sort of chicanery with anti-Biden forces leaking this in some way, it, it, it would seem. But the the chronology of it is crazy because didn't this stuff happen before the election? So like before the presidential election of 2020, people online are watching like Hunter Biden get foot jobs and stuff like that. Didn't that happen? Yeah. And then, and, it, and then Hunter and then Biden still wins the presidency, even though you can. I mean, not to say yeah. that there's a there's a connection between how someone would govern and whether or not you've seen their offspring getting foot jobs on the internet, but it's still very strange. At the same time, <laughs> while watching the Colbert report, or I think he was, he's watching Stephen Colbert. <laughs> um, but you know, it is really strange how quickly that got like wiped offline. It wasn't just that, like uh, the you know the media tried to claim it was all Russian disinformation and and marginalized those stories. Like it got wiped off Twitter. Even I, I yeah. remember within seconds of posting i posted a picture that the daily mail actually ran with a couple of times of hunter biden asleep with a crack pipe in his mouth and twitter would auto take it down within like 30 <laughs> seconds a minute with it being posted so they must have had an algorithm going that was already like wiping these pictures based on like an image recognition or something and i was just pretty i was really surprised by how stealthily they were doing that and i think that that's part of why what you're talking about happened Aaron. it didn't it got really quickly wiped and, you know, they weren't going to let Pizzagate happen again, essentially. And I think that that was sort of what what that part, you know, was. They cleaned it up really quick. It's probably Palantir. Probably Palantir spent $2 billion on a network of satellites that can see a Hunter Biden foot job JPEG from outer space and, and neutralize it instantaneously. I mean, it's it's wild the things that have happened in the last few years. You're just like, and you forget about them. You're like, did that ha- that happened, right? Like and his it, other daughter, his other daughter's um diary leaking right. somehow. That's wild. Like, how did that happen? I mean, that the was story so. That, I think we talked about it on a media roots, but that yeah. story is so crazy because that Biden, that uh, Ashley Biden diary was apparently stolen from her house by like Project Veritas goons or something. And they, but they actually did post it online before the election, but it got almost no play at all. Yeah. Um, and then it became a story only later when the FBI raided um, Project Veritas uh, as a result Volbert. of that case. Yeah. I can't yeah, feel too sorry for them. That that seems like such a low life thing to do to like take some girl's diary or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, and it didn't. And they there was like some selective choosing of things that you could read as being like. She said something about how Biden used to take showers with her when she was a kid or something like that. Um, you know, she used to hear her parents like fucking really loudly. Yeah, that was another story. But they really didn't have much 
in there and the, you know she had like gone through some drug stuff too or depression or something but yeah it was all a very low life i mean project veritas is pretty scummy organization yeah but this well, is just alarming to me that these people like when we're talking about these issues of like bioweapons and so on and then the the people in charge of the state ostensibly are people like trump and then we're and then we're like oh man well he seemed a little unstable thank god we've got joe and you know, little Hunter, you know, right next to, right next, I mean, I know he's not got an official position, but like, yeah. this is, it's, it's crazy that these, in, these organizations who have power of the magnitude that they possess are intertwined or even led by people of such low caliber. I, I feel like we're just courting disaster in, so, in, in more ways than we can even grasp. Yeah, I wonder how much they're, walling off the presidency over the past several years where the the president really doesn't make any decisions it's like you know, the queen of england the, you mean yeah more or less it's becoming like a figurehead position and maybe they get to appoint some people who make some real decisions but the like it, it's just so difficult to imagine the day-to-day biden is making decisions of consequence uh, or like maybe is, sleeping with the nuclear football next to him yeah, I mean, that's, it's a scary When he gets thought. up to, like, pee four times at night or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these presidents like to, in retrospect, write about themselves like they walled themselves off from, like, the national security establishment and, and you know, insulated themselves with their brightest advisors. You know, like, even Obama, I think Clinton, to a certain extent, has kind of projected his his presidency that way. So, you know, they like to, they like to say that they do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like... I don't know. Yeah, the Civil War and the National Security Establishment probably explains a lot of what we've been seeing. But I mean, who the fuck well, knows? Yeah. Know. Well, here's a here's a couple of things that jump out to me in terms of like what where accountability can even possibly lie. Okay, one of them is Daniel Ellsberg's nuclear memoir, where he talks about how he the president President Kennedy did not was not aware of the fact that the plan for nuclear war entailed that uh, if there were anything more than a minor skirmish with the Soviets, it would lead to general war. And general war entailed just full-on nuclear uh, attack of both Russia and China automatically. So even if it was just Russia and it was in Berlin, once it gets above a certain point, the plan is just you've got to launch the nukes because we've gained it out and that's the way it works. And I I think that Herman Kahn the guy that Dr. Strangelove is, is mostly based on, the, the character, you know, he was a RAND analyst. And Herman Kahn, I believe, called that the wargasm plan. And so Daniel Ellsberg found out about this, and he had to, like, do an end run around the Pentagon because they had a whole system in place to make sure that the president, Kennedy, did not know that this was actually the policy. So to me, that was like, okay, if I bet he also did not know about things like Gladio, or he wouldn't have sent Lyman Lemnitzer over to uh brussels for example and you know who knows what kennedy didn't know about going on in his own administration for example and it's probably only gotten worse since then when i had Wil- lawrence wilkerson on the my, on my podcast i asked him because uh, he was the deputy uh secretary of state right he was like right underneath he was colin powell's chief of staff and i asked him we were talking about central asia and when he how he took over what how al-qaeda was perceived and he said that he didn't have any idea that the U.S. was – he had no awareness of the U.S. having used al-Qaeda in like Bosnia, Kosovo, uh, Libya, 
uh, Chechnya, Azerbaijan. Like he was not aware of any of that stuff. And so presumably, you know, Colin Powell very well may not have been either. George George W. Bush told Putin uh, when Putin confronted him about this and said, hey, are you aware that like your government has been supporting these Chechen Al-Qaeda people? And Bush is like, I didn't know that. I don't know anything about that. You might could help me about that or whatever. He had no idea. So I, uh, this is just a, a longer way to say that, like, I don't know that the darkest, worst things that the national security state is up to, that presidents are likely to be privy to them. I mean, things like Air America, drug trafficking and all this stuff, like they probably keep them on like, oh, the president doesn't need to know this. It'd compromise him if he knew this. So we're doing him a favor by not having him know this, but they probably have no clue. Yeah, the fact also is, I mean, I don't know that any one person could in their mind know every aspect of of whatever the deep state or whatever you want to call it is doing. I mean, there's just so much they're involved in in so many different avenues through CIA, military, contracted out to contractors, uh, you know, the the whole NIH health establishment with biological stuff. I mean, I just don't see how any person could actually know all of it, keep it in their head, uh, it would, your head would explode. That was just an excerpt from the American Exception podcast. To hear the whole episode, as well as archived and new episodes, please subscribe to the American Exception podcast at Patreon. There's a link in the show notes, or you can just go to patreon.com slash American Exception. Subscribe and you can join us as we illuminate the dark side of the U.S. empire.